Welcome to Beyond the Hill, reaching beyond the walls of Pleasant Hill Christian Church with real talk, with real people, about real life, encouraging you in your day-to-day walk with Jesus. And now your host, Pastor Trevor King. Hello world, I am excited to have my favorite guest ever uh, with me, and this is nothing against any of our other guests or who I had the previous couple episodes and our dear friend Adam Hector, but tonight with me is my beautiful wife, Michaela Keen, and we are going to be discussing something that is near and dear to our hearts, and it is something that we are actually in the middle of right now, trying to figure out, trying to learn, trying to grow. And there may be some of our listeners that are either in this stage of life or there will they will be there soon. And tonight, as we really dig into this topic, we're going to be discussing the topic of parenting for a purpose. So, Michaela, to make your debut, first question I have to ask you is, when I say we are parenting for a purpose, I want to know what it is that comes to mind first. Yeah, so for me, parenting for a purpose means loving them, nurturing them, and raising them in and for the Lord. I can remember when our oldest, Aubriana, was born. The moment that I looked into her eyes, I knew that for the rest of my life, I'd be pouring into this sweet little baby, and I made a vow to myself to raise her in the way of the Lord. And it's kind of funny because when you're a new parent, everyone always says, too bad babies don't come with a manual instruction. But the encouraging thing is, they do. God gave us his holy inspired word to use to raise our children. And the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 17 that every good and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So these sweet, perfect little babies are a gift straight from God, and it is our responsibility to thank him by raising them in him. <clears throat> One of the things I posted right after Aubrina's birth, Aubrina is now five, um, I posted a picture of her in the Naval Hospital there on Camp Lejeune, and I actually captioned my picture with the verse that you just read, James one seventeen, talking about every good and perfect gift. Um, sometimes it's hard to say that now about her, but <laughs> at the moment, that's what she was. And <clears throat> to me, the beautiful opportunity that we have is to spend the remainder of our lives pouring into these children that we have, and uh, like you mentioned... And But the biggest thing is that we know that as we pour into them now as children, they will be adults later. And it's it's quite a tall, tall task. So you have a shirt with a particular phrase uh, that you love as far as being a mom and a Christian mom. And that's what we really want to reach tonight, our Christian parents. Do you mind to share with us what that either that verse is or what that statement is that you have on the shirt? Yeah, so I have a shirt that says, Raising Arrows. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 127, verse 3 through 5, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. So whenever I say I'm raising arrows, I mean taking these wonderful children that God has given us and being a warrior for Christ, by always teaching them and sharpening them to ultimately send them out into the world with a heart for the Lord, ready to proclaim His name. And I want all of our listeners to, to understand this. If you are a parent and you have some little rascals in the house, <laughs> you have the greatest influence in the life of your children. 
And something that I really want to kind of touch on is that I know a lot of churchy parents love to get their kids in church, you know, and whenever they have kids or their kids start to get older, they think, oh, we've got to get in church. And that's so unbelievable. And that's such an honorable thing. But what I don't want us to do is to, as parents, pawn off on the church what should be done at home. Because we will invite you, if you're a local listener and you don't have a home church, we invite you to come to PHCC with your kiddos and worship the Lord with us. But I don't want parents to misunderstand their responsibility in the home because, um, let's let's be honest, two to four times a month is what the church gets. Maybe two to four hours a month with your kids. And I don't want our listeners to feel like that should be the extent of their Christian parenting just to ensure that they are in the church. And parents have more time than that each day with their little arrows, if I may use that phrase. And something that you and I try to do is truly parent according to the old proverb. And and that's found in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. And it's, you know, it's a very popular proverb as far as parenting. It was actually read, I believe, at, fo- at both of our girls' dedication services from your great-grandpa. And it says this, Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So it's all about training up our children and raising those arrows. So, dear, what are some of the disciplines or training methods that you use to help train our girls in the way they should go. And we both know, and and Bruce here listening and and doing this work, he knows that all parents that consider themselves to be Christian parents should be training them up in the way of the Lord. So what are some disciplines that you use on ours? Well, I think my biggest tool that I use to train our girls is prayer. Prayers for myself, prayers for the girls, Prayers that they will be obedient to the Lord and to us as parents, and that they will answer and fulfill God's calling for their life. And also prayers that God will give me the wisdom and strength to parent them in His name, rather than in the ways of the world. Because let's face it, in today's world, there's a lot of selfish agenda. We're always hearing, be who you want to be, do whatever makes you happy. But God gave us this life for His name's sake, to do what He has called us to do. You know, I made a list of things that I guess, disciplines that parents can do, that we try to do. And let me just explain this also. If you are listening to this, understand that even me as a pastor and my wife as a pastor's wife, we are not perfect in what we do. We do not always train up our kids perfectly. Yes, we lose our temper. We are short. We are not as focused on them or intentional in some aspects. But here's a, a few lists of things that we do, and, and maybe you could start doing. We pray for and with our kids. Um, one thing that we do every night is we say our prayers before bed, and that uh, gets them in the habit of praying. We read our Bibles alone, but we also read with them. Uh, we try to set the example for them to see what a husband and wife should look like, as well as a godly parent. So whenever they get into the days of dating or engagement, they know by the example we set what to expect in the significant other that they have found as a spouse and as a parent. And, you know, something that we do, and let's just be honest, we don't always do it perfectly. Uh, We extend mercy and grace to our girls, all right, instead of judgment and harshness, even though I am not the best at this. (laughs) And, in fact, just before coming over to record this podcast, Aubriana, who I was trying to give a little bit of uh, a little drink to, 
decided to spit half of it out on the floor and uh, I kind of lost my cool a little bit. But something that I also try to do as a father is <clears throat> try to, uh, I guess, live by the words of the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 6. And it says this, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. And something we have declared in our home since the beginning of parenthood was that we would never allow godly things to be optional and worldly things to become mandatory. Could you kind of expound on that for just a little bit? Yeah. So as parents, we're always hopeful that our children will grow up and be successful in whatever job or field they choose. We put them in sports, piano lessons, debate teams, and fill their schedule with all these different things. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Our girls are in soccer and dance, t-ball, basketball. But whenever these things fill up their entire schedule and their whole lives are revolving, revolving around sports and lessons, then we are ultimately hindering our children and raising them in the way of the world rather than in Christ. You know, and something that I've kind of expressed to you and something that I try to try to really get across as far as a pastor is, you know, we should all be concerned about being obedient to the command to train disciples, make disciples. Something Bruce and I with Adam talked about um, in another podcast recording. But I had a, a buddy share something on Facebook this morning, and um, I took a screenshot of it because it went so well with tonight's talk. And it said this, there is a 0.0296% chance your child will become a professional athlete. And then the bottom of the picture said there is a 100% chance your child will stand before Jesus. And man, when I read that as I was driving, I mean, not when I was driving, uh, as I was (laughs) waiting for the truck to get to work. But as I read that, it really hit me because it really put into perspective what we should be focused on because if we're not careful, we can spend lots of money, lots of money, lots of time focusing on training this up, this kid to be a teacher or to be this athlete or to be a lawyer or a doctor or a a driver or or whatever job they they pursue and and we might miss, miss out. And, you know, as I read that and something I read, I want to share it before we close here is uh, in my devotional, I try to read a a fatherhood, a marriage, and a Bible plan on my phone through the YouVersion Bible app. And it talked about how we as fathers should actually view our kids as weapons that we should be training to one day fight the enemy. And whenever I read that, I guess it just kind of struck me. And God was, I guess, questioning me and my parenting on my truly focus on raising up sharp and strong weapons like you mentioned raising arrows or am I not because something we used to do in the Marine Corps is we would do some training events where we would kind of go into homes and and kind of clear out rooms and we would have rounds in the chamber of our of our you know our rifles but they were called you know just blank rounds and they would you would shoot and it would come out of the the weapon but nothing would come out of the barrel And, and I wonder how many times in my parenting have I kind of just trained up or raised dull weapons, dull arrows, or even blank rounds to where that round, yeah, it sounds good. It sounds like a real one. It comes out of the weapon like a real one, but there's nothing coming out of the barrel to puncture the enemy. And something that we have to be concerned about as parents is, are we training up strong and sharp arrows? Are we raising these 
rounds that are you know that are healthy and that are vibrant in the Lord and are we concerned about building them up for the 100% chances they will stand before Jesus Christ one day so to end it do you remember the three little word phrase that uh, you shared with me this week when I asked you about you know what your purpose was as a parent I do it was love train send love them like Christ loves us train them up in the way of the Lord, and then send them out to proclaim His name. To to finish up here, I want to thank my beautiful wife for joining me, and I hope the last few minutes we were able to encourage you with maybe some uh, parenting prioritization or some steps that you could take and maybe things that you weren't doing as a parent at home, and un- I hope you understand that you truly do have the greatest influence in your kid's life. So I hope you were able to enjoy this podcast if you were able to learn from it. We ask you, as always, to subscribe, to share. So thank you to my beautiful wife. I also want to thank, as always, to the wonderful Bruce Morgan for all he does for the production of this podcast. And if you are looking for a way to grow in your faith, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast as well as our church sermon feed where you will receive a sermon every week that will encourage you and build you up in your walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless.